We would like to acknowledge the Yuggera people and the Turrbal people as the traditional custodians of Mianjin, the lands on which we record this podcast today. We pay our respects to Elders past, present and emerging. Always was, always will be Aboriginal land. everyone welcome to for the health of it podcast a healthcare australia podcast this is a podcast made for healthcare professionals by nurses on the inside my name is jessica and i'm zana and we are actually nurses that work within healthcare australia and have for a number of years um and we have a really exciting episode today which we we get asked this question a lot which is why we wanted to do a podcast about it and it's all surrounding theater nursing and also a little bit of icu and it's under our um our branch called ASEPS. Mm-hmm. So we have beautiful Joe with us today. Thank you. <laughs> Tell us all about you, Joe. Who are you in HCA? Tell us. I've been with HCA 14 years. Um, my life previous to HCA was as a nurse and a midwife for 17 years. Um, and then, yeah, I needed a life change and have been with HCA ever since. Always done recruiting. Started off just looking after our midwifery division and then now look after ASEPS, the specialty side of it. Awesome. Amazing. 14 years. I yeah, love 14 so years. Much. And nursing background. And a nursing background, yes. Epic. What type in, of nursing were you doing? I did was a general nurse for four years working in high dependency and then did my mid and then was a midwife since, ooh, 99 was when I first started being a mid. And then wow. worked in Sydney, then worked at the Marta and then come to HCA. Oh, love that journey. Yeah, it's amazing. Mm. So good. It's cool having a nurse behind the scenes. Yeah, you've got more nurses behind the scenes, you see. Um, so the questions that we seem to get asked a lot, and this is through like social media, um, just the questions that people co- um, constantly asking, is how much experience do you need to work for health, Healthcare Australia um, as a theatre nurse? So scrub scout, recovery, and then also anaesthetics. So for the specialty areas, we say two years post-grad okay. experience. And the reason why is with theatre, like for example, Scrub Scout, you're walking in and they just expect that you can, hands down, walk in and scrub for a list. So we say that experience. So you've got a lot of more experience and skills underneath you um, to be able to walk in and work, you know, walk into a short, air, a short-staffed area and somewhere that's pretty high-paced as well. Yeah. Yeah. So within Australia, yeah. ASEPS is classed as theatre, but then yeah. in Queensland, you also have ICU that's under ASEPS as well. Yep. And MID. And MID yeah. as well. Yeah. Very exciting. There's so many different um, areas or specialties. Mm. Um, for a midwife in ICU, is that also two years? Two years, yep. So yep. two years experience post-grad as a midwife um, or two years experience like post-grad in ICU. Okay. And so when people are first applying to Healthcare Australia, what's the process? So they go on to healthcareaustralia.com.au, yep. tick on apply now, um, and then what would you kind of suggest? So you Normal CV with all your skills. Normal CV. The more information you've got on your CV is a bonus. Like if you scrub what you scrub for, more information, your work history. We say going to as much depth as you want. Yeah. It's a lot easier for us when we're screening CVs, the more information you've got on there. Um, where you've worked, dates. Dates are important mm-hmm. um, because that's what we judge by is your experience is by your dates. So the more information on your CV and the more in-depth, especially for like ICU, like what extra skills you can do if you've done cardiac ICU, neuro and things like that, the more information you've got on your CV for the specialty areas, it's a lot easier for us when we're screening your CV to give you a ha- and ha- give you a call to have a chat perfect mm-hmm. and then also with references yeah. is it two references yes, that you need two references um one cn one sort of management level 
from your current job where you are. Um, mm-hmm. So if you're working as a scrub scout, we'd expect that they would be um, like your floor coordinator and things like that or your educator in theatre. Yeah. yeah, and they definitely would have to be like a, a, a reference that you've worked Quite like previously, yeah. like in the last yes. year, in the last, last two, months. Years, the last two years, yeah, perfect. Yeah, last two years, mm. yeah. And I think like hard for a lot of nurses who have been with HTA for or an agency for a little yeah. while because getting references in that kind of environment is a little bit more difficult. Yeah, and I know that with even with working for an agency, you do have to do refresher um, references. Yeah. So how often do you do need to do those refresher references? If you're employed by us, rural and remote, if you're going on rural contract, different story. Okay. Metro, if you're working with us, we don't do any references unless you go away for more than 12 months and come okay. back. Yep. Yeah. Right. So you're working for us, it's, you know, the same, same. Yeah. Well, a little hot tip for everyone who is doing kind of those contracts um, or is working with HCA, try and get these reference forms done while you're on your contracts. Yes. Um, Jess has always been doing that for such a long time. I didn't really know about them until I met Jess, actually. Um, and that's super important because you can go on to all these contracts, but then kind of reaching back out and being like, oh, I was this person who was there at that time. Like, they get a lot of people coming through. So it's yeah. important to get those references while you're there. Um, it's just a written reference, very easy to get done. Um, and then you can keep them in fi- on your file and in your CV folder. Yeah, because the best time. thing about doing agencies, you can upskill and do all these new areas. So say you've got some theatre skills in particular areas. Um, if you go on a, to a hospital and they're doing another area and you're willing to learn mm. and they're willing to put you into that environment and teach you, then you can gain new skills. So if you do get those updated references, then we can update it on our system um, and then that's more skills for you guys yeah. to do as well, which and is That's amazing. what we say. We never, once our you know nurses are working for us, we don't know what they do yeah. you know, mm. two years down the track. So... You know, for example, we have people who originally joined us to do med search wards, but then in the last two years they've gone and been working in ICU. And we say, yeah, just give us an ICU reference. You've done your time. Bang, we can add ICU in as a skill. Yeah, um, awesome. So at least then, because we don't know what you do outside of us. So, yeah, the more skills you've got, you can just give us, you know, an updated CV, references, bang, we can add those skills in for you too. Opens up your options for work. Perfect. Awesome. And when it comes to um, theatre work, I think yeah. a lot of people um, get a bit nervous about, like, how often they're going to get work. Like, is it going to be you know consistent work are they going to get cancelled um obviously we talk about this in every episode is like Mm. doing metro nursing agency there's always the risk of getting cancelled but behind the scenes they're sitting there all day to kind of get you a new position somewhere else um and they also have the option of doing block bookings as well do you want to run through a little bit about that so the advantage with our theater shifts are and this would probably be around the whole country is that majority of the time it is booked in advance like well in advance theater they generally know what's going on with yeah. their list well in advance so they put in their requests well in advance so majority of our for example in brisbane they all get booked in advance um cancellations is part of agency unfortunately but majority of the time it's just in regard to the list being cancelled. That's yep. basically what it is. And we always endeavour to find you somewhere else. So if one place cancels, more often than not, someone else is looking for a scrub scout, anaesthetics or recovery staff. Perfect. So if I wanted to say I love doing day-to-day shifts because I yep. only wanted to work two days a week and yep. that's just how I like to design my life. But then I was like, okay, I actually really want some more consistent work. Yep. I call you up and I say, hey, guys, is there any blocker booking contracts available? Yep. And you can actually get, say, two to... I know, 12 weeks contract sometimes at a particular hospital. Yep. So definitely um, we can definitely, we can often say like, where do you want to go? Because we often know who's sort of looking and who's open to it. Um, block bookings, we say this, you still do have the, they can still cancel the occasional shift, um, but it sort of guarantees you, yep, I know I'm going to the same place for six weeks. A lot of our, especially our scrub scouts, they have their own lists at hospitals um, because they go there regularly. So they scrub for one surgeon. Um, Some people like that consistency. Yep, I know where I'm going every day for the next 
four, six weeks. Other people like a bit of variety and they go, oh, no, I'll do two days here, two days there. It's sort of what's what suits you. And it's about designing our life too. That's yeah. why we like doing agency. Yeah, exactly. Me yeah. and Jess have both done block booking contracts, which have been awesome. I did one in ICU in Queensland and I think I got deployed twice, but there was only a certain amount of places you were allowed to be deployed to. Um, I was working at ICU, so the only place that I was allowed to be deployed to was CCU, which is pretty great. You still only have three to four patients, which is very cruisy. Yeah. Uh, most of them are pretty independent. So, I mean, like the places they get deployed to aren't, you know, aren't necessarily difficult places to be deployed to. Yeah. Um, so, yeah, there's usually stuff in your contract about those things. So, it's best to look into contract and see where you can go. If you're, if you're worried about being deployed and all those things on those contracts, yeah. um, there's definitely clauses and stuff in there about where you can get sent. Definitely. I've mm. done a lot of ASEPs work in um, recovery setting as well. Um, and I was getting a lot of consistent work actually compared yeah. to, I'd like doing ward nursing as well as emergency, but I found that actually working in theatre because Joe said, like they know their lists ahead of time so they know that they need the nurses so I was rarely getting cancelled so yeah. I really enjoyed it and I loved going to different hospitals um, around Brisbane because um, then you can get to see like different environments different team members you get to grow you get to learn new things and meet some really amazing people along the way which is what I personally love about it um, another hot tip is if you don't have the EHCA app, you can actually go on and you can tick your availability. And this is how behind the scenes they can actually see when you're available and book you into shifts. And then you get weekly pay as well. Mm. I love the weekly pay. Yeah, it's great. Now we're getting paid fortnightly and I'm like, no, take me back. <laughs> <laughs> take me back to the weekly pay. That's I miss where it. it's at. Mm-hmm. So good. Yeah, so good. So I guess on the app, um, I guess running through with people who have, I guess, more qualifications and more kind of areas that they can work in, you'll come onto the EHC app and there's sometimes for a lot of people, there's a lot of different departments that you can work for. And sometimes for other people, there's only just one. So in Queensland, there's NAA and ASEPS. Um, ASEPS in Queensland covers ICU and theatre, whereas ED is put into NAA um, and all your other kind of um, ward specialties are in there as well. Um, And then in other states, you were saying that slightly different so ASAP's kind of only covers that theatre and recovery space yeah so yeah if you're in Queensland ASAP's does cover the ICU whereas in other states it doesn't um so in in Queensland for me it covers under my ASAP's um bracket when it comes to ICU shifts um I know that a lot of people ask us um why the shifts don't come up in the app for those specific areas as they do in the NAA app you can kind of go in and pick and choose the app um, and the shifts sorry that you want so slightly different in the ASAP's app they aren't always there on the app, um, mostly because I think ICU and theatre and recovery are quite fluid in when and how they need staff. And I yeah. think it's harder to put those shifts up there. And how some of the clients book too. Yeah. So that's sort of where it's hard. Um, some hospitals, you need to do an orientation to go there. So that's sort of yeah. where it's hard to put shifts out there. Mm. But we say if you put your availabilities in weeks in advance, we can allocate you weeks in advance. Yeah, exactly. And you can also call you up and say, yeah. look, I'm free on these dates. Sometimes I've called up and some of the shifts that I've been told about or allocated are slightly yep. different to the ones that you actually have access to so you yep. can call you up and kind of pick and choose yep. from and we your... say you can even call us on the day as yeah. well because majority of the time we still have clients yeah. calling for people yeah um so we say like even if you said that you weren't available and you said oh well you know i've got a day off tomorrow yeah hey, just ring us and we can go yep okay where you want to go we'll just have a look and see what we can find you yeah that's awesome i think a lot of people forget as well to call like a lot of people yeah. do kind of depend on emailing but yeah. yes behind the scenes having a phone call is actually so much easier yeah mm. um do you know what the best direct number is is it changed state to state or is uh, it it's generic? the same number nationwide it just goes to the state that you 
you're calling on. Right. Um, so it's the 1300 139 366. Yep. So if you're ringing anywhere in Queensland, it will come to this, you know, like if you're in the Gold Coast, it sort of cuts off and will go towards the Gold Coast region. Yeah. Yep. The only problem is if you're living near the border, New South Wales and Queensland, sometimes it'll end up with us rather right. than New South Wales. But it just goes to the state that you're calling from. Right. And just call up and say, hey, situation's changed, I've got yeah. tomorrow free, um, yeah. or I want a bit more consistent work, or it's just about communicating. Yeah, honestly. yeah definitely. If you communicate with, with HCA behind the scenes about what it is you want, what skills you desire, what skills you've got, they can actually direct you into the right area as well. So this is obviously, this podcast is about, sorry, this podcast episode is about the metro space, but then even if you are doing metro shifts in Brisbane yeah. um, and you feel like, oh, I really want to do a rural remote contract um, and I want to do a theatre contract somewhere, you can actually call HCA and then go to our rural remote team mm. and then do a contract for four to six weeks and we'll yeah. get yeah. into that in another episode as well. So there's yeah. all these different spaces that you can actually go into but it's just about calling the consultant behind the scenes and being like, this is what I want, yeah, this is definitely. what I desire. And the same if you yeah. want to go interstate, because we're national, mm-hmm. like if you wanted to say, and we get a lot of people who've done it over the years, like they live in Victoria but they've got family in Queensland mm. and for some reason when they come on holidays to Queensland they want to work. So it's easy done. Like all you have to do that's different is anything that's a state requirement. But it's easy just to transfer your file from state to state. Um, Over the years, we've had a lot of nurses that work for us whose husbands are in the military. Mm. So they do move around the country and it's easy for them because they know that, okay, I'm going to end up in Victoria. I can go and get work in Victoria. And we just put you through to the state that you're looking at going through. Or your file follows you. It's just anything. And it's usually vaccination and like working with children check requirements yeah. that differ from state to state. Yeah. yeah. I think that's what I've loved over the last five years because I've been in the rural remote sector as well as metro space. And like I remember I did a rural remote contract over in Tasmania and then I was coming back and I had a month off and then I was in Newcastle visiting some friends and I decided to call up the team in Newcastle. I activated my account within... I don't know, 30 minutes of the phone call. Yeah. And I had all these shifts available to me and I actually got to extend my stay and see friends and do some work, get some income as well, which was amazing. Yeah, it is awesome. And I was just like, wow, this is great. And there were like 10 to 12 hour shifts. So I only had to do two or three. Yeah. And, yeah, and that's a bonus of, especially for ASEPs, the only state it's not in is NT. Mm-hmm. Right? You can go to WA, South Australia, Victoria, Sydney, and then Queensland. Yeah, it's amazing, especially when you're on the road. Yeah. yeah. I mean, you can design your entire life, guys, with Healthcare <laughs> yeah. Australia. Yeah, it is. And, yeah, we can just say, okay, I'm going to be in Sydney for four weeks. We go, okay, talk to the Sydney office. Um, same if you're going to South Australia. Western Australia is the only state we say you've got to plan a bit more ahead because yeah. they have a lot of extra requirements. But otherwise, yeah, you can go down there and work. You just say, you know, we, we like it when people go, oh, I'm going to be in Brisbane for a month. We go, okay, let's go. Yeah, yeah. Have you all set up before you even get to us if all the other requirements are done so you can literally start work as soon as you get here yeah, yeah and all those public holidays oof imagine if you came to you know going on holiday to sydney for christmas and you work all those public holidays <laughs> <laughs> make me tempted to do it <laughs> so we were discussing earlier um that kind of monday to friday work especially yes. in the theater space yeah. is much more like where it's at yeah monday um, friday early and late basically yeah mm-hmm. not so much on the weekends in that no. space so if you is there kind of any space for people who are under the aseps bracket mm-hmm. um that maybe work in recovery and anesthetics and icu like is there a way that they can kind of interchange between the two or is it kind of very specific? Yeah, no, so if you're, for example, we've got one nurse who is also recovery and ICU. Mm -hmm. So she does the random recovery shift during the week, but then she knows on the weekends if she's available, she can pick up an ICU shift because 
that's what's available on the weekend, whereas theatre's generally not. Yeah. So, and I said to her, you've got the option to do both. Mm-hmm. So you can, you know, if you're available during the week, pick up your recovery shift. If you're available on the weekend, at least then you know I can still get a Saturday or Sunday shift because I can do ICU. Yeah. That's Perfect. what I love the most about doing agency is like I love to go into all the different areas that I've worked in and I I just get to mix it up. You know, I get to do a couple of shifts in recovery and then some, you know, in the theatre space. And then I also get to go on the weekends to emergency and back on the ward and I just I appreciate every single part of nursing and I'm not burnt out in any of those areas because I keep mm-hmm. going, okay, now I'm starting to get a little bit burnt out, so I want to back away yeah. from recovery for a bit and go to the ward and then the same thing will happen. I'll step back and I'll go to a different area. If you are in a permanent role, it's very difficult to then step back from that yeah. area and go into a completely different role. But mm. with you know, when you're an agency nurse, you do get to kind of assess how am I feeling? Am I feeling burnt out? All right, I want to go to a different hospital, different environment. Yeah, and that's what we say you helps. got that choice. Like we get people for example, if you do anaesthetics and recovery, they might go, oh, I've only ever worked in the one hospital for anaesthetics. Yeah. So I don't want to do anaesthetics first. We go, great, go and do some recovery shifts yeah. while you're there, suss out the equipment and everything, and then let me know because we've already ref-checked you that you could do both and we can just do that. It gives you the opportunity to sort of suss places out. And some people go, look, I've had enough of anaesthetics. Can I just do recovery shifts? We go, great, we'll just allocate you to recovery. Yeah. When you want to go back to anaesthetics, let us know. Yeah. So I guess it's always, it's always about communication. Yeah. Mm. Make sure that CV is just as thorough as possible so that the team at Healthcare Australia know exactly what you can and can't do. And if you are learning new skills during any day-to-day shifts or block booking shifts, you know, we do have reference forms that you can get people to uh, fill out and you can actually send them through to Healthcare Australia and you've got new skills. And trust me, it's just the best decision ever. Yeah, it is. Yeah, 100%. And especially during COVID, <laughs> um, like a lot of people, because theatre was quiet um, in a lot of places, a lot of um, theatre staff went and were deployed to other areas in the hospital. Yeah. So then they've got a taste of, I had one girl the other day, she goes, oh, I really want to do some ward work and she works in recovery. Mm-hmm. And I said, are you sure? She goes, yeah, I did it during COVID. They were deployed and she said, I really enjoyed working on the ward. So at least then she can do her recovery shift during the week and she goes, no, I'm happy on the weekend or Friday night. Mm-hmm. She'll go and pick up the ward shifts because she really enjoyed it when she was deployed during COVID at her hospital yeah it's a really nice balance like just being able to chop and change honestly and it's so people because they're awake yeah exactly (laughs) it's very different when they're awake (laughs) so good well thank you so much for speaking with us today it's been really good and I hope that people got something out of it with um you know working as a theatre nurse there is so much need for any any specialty there is so much need I think yeah around the whole country around the whole country yeah it's hard to get experienced nurses anywhere because you know most people don't want to leave their jobs and they're scared too and they don't think they're going to get work anywhere else but please if you have all those specialties please come join us and and for theater we say like if you want one day a week happy with one day a week times are often quite flexible with facilities as well yeah yeah definitely we'll we'll take you (laughs) jump jump online and apply everybody yes also in the show notes there's a link to apply so please get onto that and do that Uh, but also yes send us any questions um, our way people who don't know me and Jess actually run the social media across like Healthcare Australian HCA um, across Instagram Facebook TikTok so if you want to message us it's us that reply so please send us your messages and we will get them to the right place perfect perfect all right bye guys thanks guys Bye. bye